You are listening to the Success Leaves Clues podcast, where we're having conversations with regular people doing outstanding and legacy changing things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. If you're looking for the blueprint to help you make less mistakes on your journey to freedom and ultimate purpose, then this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Dr. K. Dr. K. Everyone I have with me today, Stephen Nagy. He is a real estate investor, entrepreneur, uh, several businesses, the founder of Become Your Own Bank. I don't know how you become your own bank. I don't even know how that's possible, but I'm sure he's going to tell us all about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How's it going, Dr. K? Thanks for having me It's going me pretty today. good. Yeah, thanks for coming. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk money. Let's talk entrepreneurship. Let's talk real estate. Let's have some fun here. Yeah, that's a good conversation. So the... um. Uh, another uh, venture you have is, is it the, the Money Club? Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Yeah, so the, the Private Money Club is a community yeah. that my business partner, Chris Noggle, and I started a couple of years ago, and we've been beta testing it. And have you ever been on one of those dating apps before, Dr. K? And I think you said you're married and, and happily married, <laughs> so maybe before your day. But, you know, these dating apps you have these days um, where you can go on their eHarmony and all these things where you kind of, you know, swap left and right when you see who you like and, and kind of yeah. connects you that way. So we had this idea a couple of years ago. What if there was a dating app, but for money? So mm. we realized there was nothing else out there like that. So we put together this um, this community called the Private Money Club. And it's basically a community that we built of borrowers and lenders and lenders and borrowers. Because what we ultimately do at the Money School and at the Money Multiplier is we teach you how to take back control of your money and solve your money problem. And one of the things that we found is people have a money problem, but people's money yeah. problems are different often, right? Because, you know, I work with a lot of clients that have done very well in life. They have millions of dollars put away. A lot of times they don't know yeah. what to do with it. They're very busy in their jobs, their careers, their businesses. So they don't want to like actively get into, you know, doing flips or, or, or you know, obtaining mm -hmm. a bunch of rental properties and, and dealing with everything that goes along with that. So, you know, they can still take advantage of real estate, which I believe we can talk about this too, but I believe real estate is the best best investment and the quickest and best way to grow and maintain wealth that's out there. And I would love to talk more about that. But so we found a way to uh, teach people how to do what's called private money lending. And that okay. solves the other person's problem. So if we have a coin, you have like the heads and the tails. So if we look at the head side as somebody that has money, they just need to get that money moving to make more money. And on the flip yeah. side of that coin, we have somebody that's maybe one of your listeners right now, Dr. K, they're younger, they're in their 20s, like I was when I started in real estate state investing and you know they don't have a lot of money right now but they got that drive they have that passion they have that motivation to go out there and and make things happen that hustle right and you yeah. know i was like that in my 20s too and so you know what we can do is we can pair up 
that lender with that borrower and solve both their problems at the same time. That's kind of what we look at as like the, the outer rim of that coin or that quarter, right? And that outer edge, that's the third side of that thing. And that's where the magic happens. So you get the head side, the tail side, you mix them together and boom, the magic happens. And that's basically what the private money club is. Well, it's good that you're um, bridging that gap and coming together because outside of maybe traditional lending, people look at, okay, they've heard about private money, but if they don't have the rich uncle or, you know, parents that have left them some type of trust fund, how do you get to the private money? And so it's awesome that you're bridging that gap and providing that resource for people that actually have the money problem. Because other, you know, the the only other site that I know that you could possibly, uh, you know, something like Bigger Pockets, you join that type of community, then you can be, um, you know, put there with other investors or with lenders, but not necessarily private money. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And we provide a lot of education through our company called Money School, which we do Mm -hmm. financial education, concentrating on alternative investments. So primarily we have what we call our three pillars of education. We have money, we have real estate, and we have legacy. So everything we do focuses around those subjects. And, you know, that's what I would love to talk to you more about today because there's so much opportunity out there right now. You know, we live in, it's crazy when you, when you sit back. So just kind of, you know, take a step back real fast, Dr. K. You know, I started out myself, you know, out of college. I, I got into the financial industry as a personal financial advisor. Why did I do that? Because I thought it would be cool. I watched the, the movie <laughs> Boiler Room and I read the yeah. book Liar's Poker. I don't know if you ever watched that movie, but I always thought the stock market was something that was cool, like being a broker, right? So I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm in my early 20s. I went and worked at a car dealership. I just moved to Southwest Florida, the Fort Myers area. Had no clue what I wanted to do. And I met a guy working at this car dealership and he had just retired from being a financial advisor with American Express Financial Advisors, which okay. he ended up getting me um, an interview with them. And and basically, I went on to get my, my Series 7 license, Series 66, Florida yeah. 215 variable life, you know, a, a variable annuity insurance. And But at the time, like when I first started that, I didn't know the difference in a stock and a bond. I'd watched the movies and thought it was cool. So I got yeah. into it. I was like, all right, I'm going to be a stockbroker. I'm going to go out there and do it. And then, you know, so I get into it and I start doing my thing and, you know, meeting with clients and, and it was crazy, man, because reality hit me at that point. And what I mean by that is as a financial advisor, what your job is, is to meet with people and talk to them about their hopes and dreams. You know, what does retirement look like for you? What are your goals? Like paint the picture for me. And so, you know, most people have dreams, you know, they think of retirement as this wonderful thing that they can do. And, you know, in reality, what my job was, was after I, they painted this beautiful picture and I got them all excited, I'd have to bring them back down. And what I mean by that is if we look at, if we look, so the Social Security Administration tells us this. If we look at a hundred Americans at retirement age right now today in this country, keep in mind the richest country the world has ever known, more opportunity in the United States of America than has ever seen in history of of the planet. Yeah. In my opinion, right now is the world we live in, right? So the Social Security Administration tells us if we take a hundred people, only five out of 100 
are going to be able to live the retirement that they want to live. Meaning 95% of people are either going to have to go back to work. They're going to have to push retirement off for several mm. years, or they're going to have to drastically change their plans for what retirement. And the social security administration tells us that I also saw that in the real world as a financial advisor, because I would meet with these people and I'd have to have the conversation. Hey, if you want to be able to retire at this age, we're going to have to drastically change what you're doing now. So you're either going to have to stop spending so much so you can save more, or you're yeah. going to have to take on a lot more risk so you can grow your money more, or you're going to have to push back retirement several years. So, you know, we would have that conversation and it wasn't as fun and all this. And one day I got invited to a, a real estate seminar. So I went and I attended one of these seminars where the guy at the front of the room was talking about entrepreneurship and real estate investing. And, and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? That sounds freaking cool. Like, that sounds awesome. Like, because one of the problems with the stock market I was at was like, who controls the money? Like, you invest in stocks, you're investing in a business, but like, you don't have control over that. No, but think not about at all. real estate. Okay. You're a real estate investor. When you see a house, like, you're driving through the neighborhood, you probably see these houses. I do this all the time. You see the houses and you're like, Oh man, like that one right there. I could put, you know, new landscaping on it. I yeah. could paint the front of it. I could, I could put some new windows and I could drive the price up by 50 grand. If I get a deal on that, I can make 75,000 bucks on that. Like it's always going through your head, right? Because you can control every aspect of real estate investing. So he started talking about saving money on taxes and say, and, and, and being an entrepreneur and having a business and all this. And it clicked. I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. So mm. I, I moved forward. I took action. I, I got educated and my uh, cousin, um, cousin and business partner at the time, we still work together. And uh, we, we got into real estate and we started doing some houses. We started doing some wholesale deals. We started doing some flips and it just started to grow from there. And after uh, being involved in real estate investing for a little over a year or so, I, um, I, I made the decision. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this full time one way or another for the rest of my life. And I'm never going to look back. So all the hard work all the hours and the, the, oh my God, it was a nightmare getting all those licenses. But I said, the series 766, mm. I'm letting you go. I'm going to do my, my own thing this point moving forward in life. And were I you never all, look back now. Were, were you and, all in? And, and real fast, Dr. K, okay, last thing, right. real fast. Yeah. It's not always been perfect. And we That's can talk what I was going to ask. Have the ups and downs. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've, I've had to go back and get a real job twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I've had to do that because of responsibilities that my family has. So I've made it work. And every time I've had a goal to get me out of that. And, you know, I, and it's been several years since that's had to happen now. Luckily, and, and the path that I've on now, learning, constantly learning, implementing, learning, implementing. And it's led me to a beautiful place now where I control my life now. You know, I'm able to go do what I want to do. And, and what I love to do is coach and train. I love to speak on stages. I love to do podcasts and meet you know, interesting people like yourself, Dr. K and, 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 and meet the people that are your listeners. And it's become a beautiful thing. So sorry for kind of a, a lot of, uh, a lot of no, info. No, there Steve, look, I just want to kind of lay the groundwork for it, you know, because it, it's interesting to me how people kind of get to where they go. Your, your story is incredibly inspiring. And um, like, like you said, the amount of work that it takes to get into the financial industry, you know, taking the series six, the seven and all of that stuff. But what, what made you say, okay, I'm going to throw all this, so to speak, you know, disregard this education and this time and work that I've put in and go all in on real estate when I'm sure at that time you didn't quite know it was going to work for you. 
Yeah, well, two two things. A, I just I knew that I never wanted to go back to the corporate. Once you kind of get a taste of entrepreneurship and and being able yeah. to uh, control your future, freedom. it's hard to kind of go back. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, freedom, right? So, um, you know, I, I think they say it's we're the only people that'll work eighty hours a week, so we don't have to work forty hours a week, right? But Absolutely. It's it's when you do stuff that you love every day. You know, I, I'm a big reggae fan and Cali reggae fan, and and one of my favorite bands is a uh, Dirty Heads, and they got this song um, every single day because I love my occupation called vacation you know yeah, uh-huh. and uh, so I, I, I just love it but check it out and um <laughs> but no that's that's it man when you when you do what you love it's it's like you don't have to work and and to me that's what it's all about but the other thing that would allow me to really commit to it was i i, I was offered an opportunity to get into the coaching and training side of the business because okay. of the success that I had. Um, I actually was able to join up with Robert Kiyosaki. So I don't know if you have ever read like the rich dad. Poor dad <laughs> yeah, books. Are you familiar yeah. with those? Yeah. Uh, Rick, uh, my so, uncle Rob is, um, you know, one of my favorites and that book I've, I've actually made, I have three kids. One's, uh, my, my youngest son is only 12, but my two older ones, I've made them read that book before they, they can graduate high school, move on. You know, they got to at least have, an understanding of foundation. And that's, that's a foundational book for me. And we play, and we play cash flow in my house too. So we love the game too. Yeah, I love it. So, so rich out, poured out. I mean, everything that Kiyosaki's done, you know, I was, you know, his, um, the, the, the lady that wrote that book with him, the Rich Dad Poor Dad series, Sharon Lecter, okay. you know, I was hanging out with her in California in San Diego about six months ago for a few days. We were having lunch together every day. And, um, so people like that, like just love being around and surrounding yourself with people and, you know, kind of a sidebar here real fast, but your network equals your net worth. You've probably heard that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. You know, your net worth is, is going to add up to what your network is. And that couldn't be more of the truth. Like the connections I've made over the last 14, 15 years, being in this industry, going out and traveling, going to masterminds. I mean, I travel constantly to masterminds and networking events. And But the connections you make at those are just unbelievable. And they've been able to allow me during some of the hard times that I've ran into, some of my failures, using those connections to get me back on top has been a big part about keeping my journey moving forward. But moving back to the Kiyosaki days, you know, I had an opportunity to go uh, start teaching and training for his um, education company at the time, and they were doing seminars. So because of the success I had, because of my background, they asked me to come travel the country. Now, wow. I was in my mid-20s. I grew up in a little small town in a place called Christiansburg, Virginia, which is kind of the kind of small little southwestern Virginia okay. town where everybody leaves their doors open, nobody locks them. Yeah. Like, you know, so real small town living. So for me, being in my early 20s, young, single, and they're like, you want to go travel the, the country and uh, and start seeing things and helping people along the way and sharing your journey? I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's oh, yeah, awesome. why not? <laughs> so I, I hopped on that. And yeah, it started to teach me a whole nother world because it started to teach me a little bit more about, you know, what, 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 you know, what does hold people back in life? Like, what does it take for someone to go from, you know, having a job, having a career where they're just struggling, they're, they're paycheck to paycheck, and they can't get out of that rat race. They can't get out of that daily grind. And they want to do something different, or they want to do something better for themselves. But following that status quo, again, 95% of people in this country are never going to be able to retire the way that they want to in the richest country the world's ever known. So the traditional way of work things just doesn't work. And that's, that's proven time and time again. So, you know, being able to go out there and, and meet people and then start to learn more about speaking and, and getting on stages and overcoming my fears that were there. And it just really allowed me to blossom, um, you know, into what, what we do today. And, and what we do today is, is teach this financial education. And that's what I'd love to talk a little bit more about because, 
these pillars, you know, when it comes to money, real estate and legacy are just so very, very important. And, and the beautiful thing about what we do is it doesn't require you to work any harder. It doesn't require you to work any longer. It doesn't require you to take on any more risk. All we're doing is making one change where your money flows first. And that's what becoming your own banker is really mm -hmm. all about. Stephen, can you break down what those pillars are? So I, I get the, the terminology, money, real estate, and legacy, sure. but what, what do we mean when we say money? Like, wh why is that a pillar? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to money, you know, a lot of people kind of feel like there's like mysteries around money, or at least like where I came from, it was kind of like one of those things where it's not talked about. You don't ask somebody how much they make yep. or what they're investing in and things like that. You grew right? up in my house? So, so money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And it's like that. Forever. So it's almost like one of those things where money becomes almost like taboo, you know, like it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's scary to talk. And then again, you go back to, okay, you know, so do you actually understand money? You know, so like, for instance, when we look at, at, at success, there's three, what we call wealth killers. Mm. And those wealth killers are taxes, inflation, and volatility. Okay, so if we relate money back to those, how much do you really know about, for example, your 401k? So let me just lay this out for you real fast. Yeah. Okay. So when you go in, you, let's say you get out of college or okay. you, you come out of school and you start your first job. You sit down with the HR department, you start filling out your employment forms and your insurance forms. And then almost always they say, okay, now do you want this 401k? You know, we have this retirement yeah. benefit that we're giving you. And, and then so... You say, okay, well, I, I don't really know what a 401k is. You know, we didn't really get financial education in school. It's not taught to me. So can you tell me a little bit more about it? They're like, yeah, well, everybody does it. It's a place where you get a tax break now. I will match up to 6%. Sit there, grow for you. And then, and then when you retire, the money's going to be there for you. And right. you're like, all right, well, that sounds good. You know, I mean, so why not? But let's break down what a 401k really does for just a second, okay? Okay. So first off, what do taxes do? Oh. Inevitably, what do taxes always seem to do? Oh, well, go up. They always yeah, seem to go, go up, up, right? Yeah, yeah. If we look at taxes, I mean, right now we just passed this this Inflation Reduction Act, quote unquote. That is nothing for inflation, by the way. But yeah. that's a whole other story. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, you know, ta it's going to be paid for through more taxes. It's always more taxes. We're over thirty trillion dollars in debt in this country right now, in national debt. So it, it, taxes are going to have to be keep increasing for stuff to get paid for. So so. So, so what you're telling me with the 401k in my early 20s is if I put my money into this thing, mm. I'm going to get a tax break now, but then I'm going to have to pay taxes when I start pulling the money out in retirement age in my 60s. So for the next 40 years of my life, yeah, taxes are going to not continue to go up. So, all right. So that's one thing. Number two, I put money in this thing, in this 401k, and then let's say I want to buy a house in 10 years from now, or I need the money for my kid's education, or I need to go on a trip, or I just want to get some of my money out to, to start a business. Well, guess what? Are they going to give me my money back? No. no. They're going to penalize me, not only taxes, but they're going to penalize me 10% for taking my money out of the 401k before I'm 59 and a half years old. So I lose, give up complete control of my money. And then on top of that, what am I allowed to invest in a 401k? Can I go buy gold and silver? Oh, no. Can I go buy a rental property? Can I lend money to you on a real estate flip, Dr. K? No, not at no. All. <laughs> they give you options of investing in the stock market, the stock market, or the stock market. And you, you don't the even options. pick the stocks. So, <laughs> so. 
No, exactly. You get these lifestyle funds that yeah. they offer you. So it's like, all right, so I, I, I'm giving, I, I'm, I'm paying more taxes later. I'm giving up control of my money. Gotcha. I'm penalized if I use it first. And you're giving me basically no investment options. What the hell are we doing to our young kids in this country? So, so, so that's just a quick example of, you know, financial education is not taught and what money does. So when we start looking at how the real world works, okay? So this is where we start studying successful people. So Kiyosaki's of the world, yeah. the Rockefellers, the, the JPs, the Morgans, the Chases, yeah. you know, the, the legacy families in this country uh, has known. And then we start saying, okay, well, well, who else makes money? Do banks know how to make money? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe we should start mimicking what the wealthy do. Maybe we start mimicking what the banks do. Mm. All right. So I'll come back to that in just a second because it's very, very important. Okay. So when we look at money, we need to start taking advantage of all these different options that we that are given to us. All right. So for example, instead of a 401k, if you want to have an, a retirement account, how about a Roth IRA? A Roth IRA, I'm getting the tax burden out of the way today. I'm putting my money into an account that's now going to grow tax-free until I retire. Okay. So if I invest in Bitcoin today with my Roth IRA at $25,000 and Bitcoin goes to a, a half a million, let's say, who knows? In the next 30 years, Bitcoin could skyrocket to the moon, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say that as an example. $25,000 today, my money grows $475,000 in growth. I will never pay a dime of taxes on any of that $475,000 in growth legally. The IRS gives me that right. Now, it's not just a Roth IRA. It has to be a self-directed Roth IRA. So you're not opening one at Fidelity or Charles Schwab okay. like 96% like of people do. We're doing what the 4% of the wealthy do, and we're self-directing our retirement funds. Okay? So we're already starting to eliminate taxes. Then how about... How about a side business? How about an LLC? Yeah. How about going out there and, and starting a side hustle just so you can get tax breaks? Do you know how many tax write-offs a business owner has? Now, I know that 87,000 new IRS agents they just released <laughs> on us today yeah. are probably coming after us. So make sure you're doing things right and have a good accountant. Oh, but it's amazing. When I first got into entrepreneurship and I filed my taxes for the first time, I literally was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you guys, you're crazy. I owe way more money than that. There's no way this is how small my tax bill is. And they're like, yeah, that's. Yeah. And you want to learn to take advantage the, uh, of all there. deductions, all the deductions you possibly can. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so we, when we look at money, we start looking at these wealth. So how do we save on taxes, okay. right? How do we start avoiding taxes? How do we get rid of that? Inflation. How do you eliminate inflation? Inflation came out this morning, eight and a half percent. We were at 9.1 last month. We're at eight and a half percent right now today, year over year inflation, super high. You know, the, the, the goal is 2% in this country. So inflation is running hot. Meaning, do you know what inflation is? So inflation is if I have a dollar right now and it just sits, Right now, I'm losing 8.5% value per year on that dollar because of inflation at wow. current rates. If you take a dollar, if you take $100 for something like 50 or 60 years ago, it's worth something like $3 today after inflation. Like inflation basically just erases the value of a dollar, the purchasing power of the dollar. So we need to, so the way to combat inflation is to take advantage of things like uninterrupted compounding interest. The ways to avoid inflation is to do things like uh, keeping money moving. See, when I have money sitting somewhere, whether it's in my own bank, whether it's in a business account, whatever it is, if that money's just sitting, I start getting anxious because I want all of my dollars at all times out there. I call my little green army men. So I send my soldiers, little green huh? army men yeah. out there to conquer and destroy other dollars and take those dollars back to my life because I want my money always making more money for me. So one of the ways 
a lot, what I'm doing right now is with the private money lending through the private money club. I'm getting 12 to 15 plus percent returns secured in first position by real estate, just like the banks do. And I'm, I'm getting a nice solid return. So I don't care about inflation because my money's always out there working, making more money for me. And then volatility is the third killer and volatility. How many times have you heard, just put your money in the stock market because over time it always goes up. We've all heard that before, right? Well, guess what? What if that thing's been going up for the last 12 years like it's been doing, and then all of a sudden right now we're at a big bubble peak because the Fed's printed trillions of dollars, dumped it into the economy, They, they, and don't even get me started on that. But nonetheless, we're at this peak right now. The Dow is down about 20% this year. I could see it really dropping another 30 40 50% over the next year or two. So if you need that money right now for retirement, and all of a sudden your retirement account's down 50% because you let it ride, but now when you need it, now falling that's volatility so when you need the money like just because over time it goes up i need the money now so what is that going to do for you of course you can move to more more conservative places but that's the same problem now inflation is outpacing your gains so there's just so many better options outside of things like that traditional investments that you can do with your money to continue it growing eliminate the volatility and bring all this together so just just an idea that's what we start talking about with money so um, go ahead, but I want to explain kind of how we mimic the wealthy and how we mimic, especially the banks. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that too. And so my mind is blown. We, we're talking about three pillars and we've only touched on one pillar and you've already um, pretty much obliterated anything that, uh, you know, we've been taught and we've learned about financial literacy and about what to do with our money. It, it's it's just insane. I think my 401k um lost money you know let's just put it that way it, it, it was just peanuts com- compared oh, yeah. to uh you, you know investing in something like what you're talking about with real estate and then talking about doing what the banks are doing i mean they own every skyscraper that lines every every major city in america so they're doing something right traffic jams tailgating pile-ups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Exactly. A hundred percent. So the banks, right? So let me ask you this question real fast. So if you own, Dr. K, if you owned a hair salon, where would you go get your haircut? Uh, my own salon. Right. Or if you owned a restaurant and you have friends and family in town, where would you take them? To, to my go? restaurant. Right. So if you owned your own bank, where would you do your banking? Where would you deposit your oh, money? With me. They, they got a bank with me. So why don't you have the bank of Dr. K set up? Because I don't know how. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> how, exactly, how do I right? get so, FDIC so insured? How do I? With, you can see my hat. Become yeah, your own banker. So this is what we do is we set up people with their own privatized banking systems. And so this is what we call the infinite banking concept. Okay. And we can definitely talk about that. But the bottom line is, is banks. And you guys can research this. So there's a, um, there's a website out there called 
BauerFinancial.com, B-A-U-E-R, Financial.com. And this is an organization that just researches banks. They put out data on banks, what they invest in, things like that. So Bauer Financial tells us two very important facts that we need to understand. Number one, Bauer Financial tells us that for every dollar we leave parked at the bank, they make 400 to 1,600% returns off of every dollar that we leave sitting there. And then how much are they nice enough to give us in our savings accounts? Point zero five, yeah. <laughs> so they're making four hundred to sixty, right? They're making four hundred to sixteen hundred percent returns off of our money. So first off, let's take that function back. Let's take the banking functions back in our life, where instead of them making four hundred to sixteen hundred percent returns, now our bank is making those returns for our families. Yeah. Okay, with that. Number two, they tell us that the bank's M one money supply over ninety. Two ninety four percent of banks M one money supplies in two assets. You know what those are? Number one is real estate. Like you mentioned before, if you you look at banks, you don't have one Wells Fargo in New York City. You have a Wells Fargo in New York City, and then you have about ten thousand other branch offices all over the country. Every mile you drive down the road, you see a Chase or yeah. a Wells Fargo. It seems right because they're buying that real estate. Why? Because they need to put their money somewhere, and real estate's a very smart place to keep your money to build wealth. Number two, the second place that they put all of their M one money supply over ninety four percent of it. Guess what? Whole life insurance policies. Mm. Okay. Stick with me. Whole life insurance policies. So what we do with becoming your own banker with the infinite banking concept is we use a whole life insurance policy to create a banking system for you. Now, let me clarify this. The reason the banks do it is because the banks understand the power of this. Do banks know how to make money? Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. right? So if banks are investing in real estate, banks are investing in putting their money in whole life policies, who else do you think should maybe be doing that? Me, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me, right? So why recreate the wheel when we can just mimic what the wealthy do? We can mimic what the banks do. See, what I teach with the infinite banking concept and becoming your own banker, it's nothing new. It's been used for over 200 years in this country. The Rockefellers, the JPs, the Morgans, the Chases, you can look this stuff up. They all use this exact same strategy. President Joe Biden, um, are you a sports fan, Dr. K? The guy Slightly. In football? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to tell you stats. <laughs> um, so don't don't ask me that. <laughs> that's all right. So I, I won't. I won't. I won't push right. you too hard on this one. But the Michigan Wolverines head football coach Jim Harbaugh. He's one of the highest paid football coaches in college football, and a large portion of his salary is paid through these policies that we do. Um, and the list okay. goes on and on. Uh, Walt Disney started Disney World using whole life insurance. Ray Kroc funded McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. when they almost closed down with whole life insurance. Um, uh, Doris Christopher started the Pampered Chef. Uh, out of her Chicago home using a whole life policy that sold to Warren Buffett years later for like $1.5 billion. Wow. Like, so it's been used. This is nothing okay. new. So I'm real big on mentors and yeah, coaches. Absolutely. Okay. So if you don't mind, I'll share a couple um, resources. So number one, check out a guy named R. Nelson Nash. R. Nelson Nash is kind of like the godfather of what we teach with the banking strategies. He passed away, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, but he wrote a book called Becoming Your Own mm -hmm. Banker. So if you're interested in becoming your own baker, that's a great place to start. Everything we do is based okay. around that. And, and so what he did is he saw how these super wealthy, how these oil tycoons put billions of dollars, and he brought it to the limelight, to the mainstream. And it's still not mainstream, obviously, because most yeah, people so. don't know about this. But he brought it to where anybody can do this. You don't have to have millions and billions of dollars. Anybody can do this because I'm 39 years old, for example, mm -hmm. okay? Dr. K, you look like you're about No, 30, I'm 40. So <laughs> I'll um, – okay. Yeah. So let's say, though, that you have somebody listening right now, they're 25 yeah. years old. 
What we recommend to start one of these banking systems, 10 times your age on a monthly basis. So if you can, you're 25 years old, you put 250 bucks a month away, you can start building your banking system. If you have more, you have 100 grand you want to dump in and then a few grand a year or something, great. We can design it that way for you. So we can build a system. Now, let me clarify though real fast. So whole life insurance, why do banks use them? And by the way, it's called Boli, B-O-L-I. Go Google that. Okay. B-O-L-I, Boli. And you can bank own life insurance. You can read all about this. So why do banks do it? Why, why do the wealthy do that? Why do we flow all of our money through these whole life policies? Well, let me explain. Because the government and the IRS gives us so many benefits for using these policies. I can't mm. believe it's legal. First off, all the money that I flow through this thing, I have immediate access to almost all of it to pull back out and start using. However, here's the catcher on this. As soon as the money goes into my whole life policy, my new banking yeah. system, as soon as I deposit money into there, it starts compounding. The compounding growth within there is guaranteed. Hmm. The compounding growth within there is tax-free. Yeah. The compounding growth within there is uninterrupted every year for the rest of my life until I die. And then all of that money plus some more called the death benefit is going to go to my son completely tax-free. So we're, we, we mentioned legacy before. So this starts building the legacy, but I'll come back to legacy in a second. So, so we put our money into there because of those. Advantages. Let me pause you also, real quick, Stephen. Simultaneously, as soon as Let I me put pause my money in there, quick. not only does all that happen. You, you just hit on something. I've, I've been doing completely wrong. I just want to speak for myself. So I've got, I know the importance of life insurance, but I've got term policies. Never owned a whole life policy. So I'm doing something wrong. Well, you're not doing anything wrong. Dave Ramsey talks a lot about, you know, buy term, yeah. invest the difference. Dave Ramsey is excellent for taking somebody to a certain level of financial success. We have so many uh, clients and members and students that tell us they were, they were, they love Dave Ramsey, did everything they told him to, but then they got to a point where they're like, well, now what? Because he gets you there, but he doesn't really take you and show you how to really become successful and really create and build wealth. So they see what we teach and they're like, oh shit, this is yeah. next level stuff now. <laughs> so, so I love it. I love that strategy starting out. But when you learn about what I'm teaching yeah. you right now, you're probably going to want to dip out on those term policies and start flowing your money through here. So nothing wrong with that. And, and term, by the way, too, is, is a great way to protect. You mentioned you have yeah. three children, you're in real estate, presumably you have a bunch of rental properties. So it, it is a good way to kind of protect some of that angle for very cheap. So I have no problem with term. We actually have to add term on some of our whole life policies sometimes, but there's better strategies than buy term and invest in difference. Did you know, Harvard did a study on this actually, um, less than 2% of all term policies actually mm. pay out. Okay. So if you're an insurance company, what are you going to push? What are you going to tell your agents to push? Huh. Term. Because 98% of the time, they don't pay so out. So they're just so making money. Yeah, on their sense, end. Right? Yeah. We're whole life. Yeah. So, so, so this is why I flow my money into these whole life policies, because I get that uninterrupted compound, tax-free, guaranteed growth. But here's the kicker. The way that we design these policies, simultaneously, as soon as I put the money in there, I can pull the money right back out. Now it comes out in the form of a loan and that's what allows all of the money to stay in there compounding for me. But by pulling it out, now I have access to go do invest or lend. Yeah. Everything. everything. Right. Whatever yeah. I want. So, so I do, I do a whole presentation on this and check it out. But the three main things that you can do with this is we teach you how to pull the money out. And if you have any debts, you know, maybe you have some third party mm -hmm. debts, credit cards, um, cars, boats, airplanes, whatever, right? Maybe some third party debt. Well, what we can do is we can pay that debt off 
a lot faster than otherwise just doing it without this while continuing to build wealth. And we're going to recapture that interest that we're right now giving to everybody else. Everybody, remember the banks, whether it's a finance bank or regular, whatever, these banks are making 400, 1600% off our money. We're going to recapture that. Let me give you an example. Did you know when, when you, when you buy a house, okay, do you know how long the average 30 year mortgage in this country lasts? Did you know it was seven years? So on average in this country, somebody either moves every seven years or they refinance on average every seven years. And when you move, what's that little thing in the mortgage called? It's called a due on sale clause. And that's what causes you to buy a new mortgage, start it all over again. Did you also know that on a 30 year fixed mortgage, over 90% of the interest is paid in the first seven years? Do you think that's a coincidence? They're getting their interest, they're getting their money, and then they're making to do it over and over again. So how about we finance these things from our own bank, we pay our own bank all this interest and money, and now we keep it within our family's financial futures for the rest of my life and the rest of my kids' lives. Gotcha. Right? So so just a quick example there. So one way of building debt, and then and then we show you how you can use this thing to if you, if you're a car guy, I love cars myself. So if you're a car guy, how you can recapture every dollar for every car you'll ever buy, drive and own in the future. So if you ever want to get all the money back for every car you'll ever buy, drive and own in the future, you got to start your own bank. I can show you exactly how to do that. And number three, investing. The two keys to creating and building wealth, right? If you guys are, write this down. This is probably the most important thing I'll share with you today. Two laws for building and creating wealth. Number one, compounding interest. Albert Einstein said this. Albert Einstein said, compounding interest is the eighth wonder Mm. of the world. Those who understand it, use it. Those who don't pay it. Number two, law of wealth and creating wealth and growing wealth. Law number two, money movement. Money sitting still is losing money. Money in motion is making more money. So that's why I said earlier, I get my little green men always out there making more money for me. So those two things right there. And that's what these banking systems that we design and create for people allow us to do is they allow you to take advantage of the uninterrupted compounding interest while simultaneously using the money to keep the money moving to make more money. So we're using, we're creating both laws of wealth into one little area right there. And, and the the last thing I want to say real fast, Mm -hmm. just on the whole life part of this is this is not a whole life policy that you can call your brother-in-law or your friend from high school or your neighbor or the person in your, I mean, we all know somebody uh, in our networking group or whatever that yep. in life insurance, right? yes. everybody knows somebody. This is not, you go on policy genius or you call mass mutual and these companies. 99% of agents don't even know if this exists or how okay. to do this. This is what myself and my specialize in. So this is what we do all day, every day is we specifically, specially design and engineer whole life policies only for the banking concept. That's it. So all we do is ba- build bank. You want to buy term, <laughs> you want to buy an IUL or some not other crap. I'm not your guy. Go to someone. They're, they're going to make a lot of money. I, I wish I did that. A lot of commission. I give up 70 to 90% of my commission to be able to design policies this way to give you all of the benefits. But that's what allows us to do these banking policies and create banks for people. So it's a beautiful thing and it's a, it's an incredibly powerful. Story. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, it's incredible also that you're that you're teaching it and helping people leverage this um, for their financial success, you know, whether it be themselves or their families. I love it, man. And at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about. Right. It's not only, you know, my family, your family, but, you know, everybody here listening. I mean, something, you know, somebody actually we had a live event 
up in uh, Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. My business partner's up there right now. And so we did a live event last week and we had about a hundred people there live. We had about 60 people on the virtual. It was one of those hybrid ones that we did. And so we're talking about education and I was up on the stage just talking about, I think private money club, but somebody asked me like, Stephen, like, like what's your why? Because we were talking yeah. about Simon Sinek and, and kind of what's your why. And cause Chris is doing a TEDx uh, talk coming up here in September. So we are talking about that and they're like, well, what's your why? And, you know, my family, obviously, I feel like it's kind of cliche, but really mm. it's my clients, man. Like when I get the emails, the text messages, um, when we're on a webinar and people are chatting in the box, like my life has changed because of what you guys taught me. It's just, it's such a cool thing. And we're not telling people to change what they're doing. It's just where your money flows first. It's just understanding a couple of these little strategies and implementing it. It's, it's not a big thing. It's just make one or maybe two little changes and let that start snowballing for you. And when you do that, it's amazing when you look back yeah. 12 months from now, two years from now, five years from now, like it's amazing. You look back and you're like, damn, like I'm so glad that I started that because how many times in your life have you look back and been like, damn, exactly. I wish yeah. I would have started that. You got to right? start at some it's point. Like, make it happen. And this beautiful thing is there's no charge. There's like, you don't even pay anything for this. Like we don't even charge you to set these things up. It's all free. I make the small commission from the insurance company. So we don't even charge to do this. It's just, it's all free. And, and so it's such a beautiful thing because it's just changing instead of flowing your money into yeah. a traditional bank and they're making all the money, you're flowing your money into your bank and you're making all the money. And that's the now, now, how does that becoming your own bank? How does it, how does that tie in to the private money club and using the app or are those totally separate things? Yeah, great, great question. So there's there's separate. I mean, the you know becoming your own bank is is um is you know where you're mm-hmm. warehousing your wealth and where your money's growing, and then when we pull the money out of there to use it, you know, to me right now a great option is private money lending. So I'll I'll just give you an example real fast because when you do private money lending, you know, you're really looking at money coming from a few different places. So you know the three main sources of where money comes from for deals are yeah. retirement accounts. So somebody that moves their old 401k or something into mm-hmm. a self-directed IRA. And once they are self-directing it, now they have complete control, which by the way, I set up self-directed IRAs for people all day, every day too. So happy to talk about that. But so we move the money over to there, no fees, no taxes, no penalties for moving it from Fidelity or Charles Schwab or wherever it is now over to a self-directed custodian. But now we have control of the money. So, so retirement accounts, you know, there's trillions of dollars in retirement money out there. And most people don't know that they have these options. So you can go educate people, go teach them. Hey, you, you just left your job. You have this 401k. Why don't you move it over to me? You know, I do a lot of real estate. Lend it to me. I'll give you 15, 12, 10, 12, 15% returns. It's secured by the deal, just like the bank does in a first lien position, like a mortgage. So it makes less sense. So a lot of money comes from self-directed accounts. A lot of money comes from these banking policies because people start these banking policies. They pay off their debt. They already have a car that they recaptured the money for. Then they're like, well, I got all this money sitting here. What do I do with it? Like, I got to get it moving. The stock market's crazy volatile right now. So let me lend it out. Let me get this consistent, predictable income coming in every month from this passive money lending. So a lot of money comes from policies. And then a a whole lot of money actually right now is coming from um, equity. So people have home equity lines. HELOCs or something. Or, um, you know, they've maybe done a refi where they've captured. Money. So that money's just sitting like, so if we, if we're paying 5% on a HELOC and I'm lending my money at 12%, what am I making right there? I'm making a spread. And this is how banks operate. Banks operate off spreads too. They pay you 1% in a savings account and then they charge you 5% for a car note. They're making a 4% spread. So we're doing the same thing. We're using the HELOC 5%. We're doing a 12%. We're making a 7% spread, but that's free money. 
I mean, if you lend out a hundred grand from a, a HELOC, a seven percent spread is about seven. Uh, what is it, like seven hundred bucks a month or so coming in for free? Like otherwise, that money was just stuck in your rafters. It was stuck in your walls. Like go get a HELOC, get the money moving. Why not? So be smart about it, obviously. But so that's where a lot of the money okay. right now is coming from. Um, you know, on these deals. And and to give you an example of the power of doing it through your bank, as opposed to so so your mm. money has to go yeah. somewhere, right, Doctor K? So if I'm depositing money into the bank and then I have, let's say, 100 grand sitting in my savings account and then you need $100,000 for a flip you're doing and you say, Stephen, I'll pay you 12% on that money um, if you lend it to me for this flip that I'm doing. I say, OK, no problem. We sign the, the, the promissory note. We sign the mortgage or the trustee. Yeah. I don't know what Virginia is. I forget. But we sign mm-hmm. the documents to make it all legal. I'm first lien position. My money's safe. You know, you have me as the additional insurer. You know, all the rules for private money lending, which, by the way, privatemoneyclub.com. Uh, we have some videos on there you can watch to learn like the basics of private money lending. So, but my point is, is, you know, you, you, you offer me that deal. I'm like, all right, I want to do that because I'm making 1% of my savings account. So let me pull it out of my savings account and lend it to you. So at the end of that deal, let's say you have my money for one year. I just made 12%, mm. I made $12,000, right? Here's the difference. If I take the money, so that was just somebody normal that has yeah. a, a normal checking account, right? Or a savings account. Now me, when I do private money lending, I take the money from my banking policy, from my whole life policy, from my bank. So when I take the money, I'm going to make the 12% that you're paying me, but I got to pay the insurance company 4% to take the money out of my bank. So I'm making a spread of 8%. But here's the difference. My money remains within that policy, compounding and growing. And in this example, this was the eighth year I had this policy. My money grew within my policy that year for um, wow. 37%. So I had 37% growth within my policy while simultaneously you're paying me 8%. So let me ask you this. Would you rather make 12% returns or 37%, 38% returns on the exact same deal, the exact same risk, the exact same amount of time? 12 30 is a whole lot. Sounds better to you. <laughs> And the only difference is, right? The only difference is, is where I put my money first. I put my money into my bank as opposed to somebody else's bank. Yeah, that makes that makes a whole lot of sense. And um, that that's based off of lending something out in a in a twelve month cycle. But if somebody's doing, like you said, a fix and flip, I mean, you you may be in and out of there in ninety days, one hundred twenty days, you know, what have you. So then now you can rinse and repeat, lend that money out again. It's incredible. Yeah, and that's where absolutely, and and you know this is also very important actually. So uh, let me say it this way: relationships um, in business, relationships are, are probably the most important aspect of your business is building relationships, especially in real estate. So uh, what happens with a lot of borrowers and lenders is they develop that relationship. And then that way, as soon as one deal's done, I get it back. The next day, I'm wiring it right back to you because you have another deal ready for me. And like you said, you just rinse and repeat and keep that money yeah, moving. That, it's incredible. My mind's blown, Stephen. I don't know how um, – I'm not, I'm not in the dark by any means. You know, I, I, I do a lot of seminars. I do a lot of reading. Like uh, some of the books you've mentioned are some of my favorites. I've never heard of this stuff. So this is incredible. Yeah. 
I, I love it. It's, it's, it's really is a cool thing. It's a, it's a great concept. I mean, everything we teach is just taking yeah. the last 15 years of my life and, and putting it all together, you know, like the trials the tribulations, the ups, the downs, the going back to a job, getting back out into my own world. And, and it's uh, just putting it all together. And you can kind of tell, I, I think that I get excited about it. It's, it's very fun. It's very, it's, it's, it's just exciting stuff. It's so powerful. What, what seminars do you got coming up? I know, I know you got the, uh, what's going on in Buffalo right now. It's a good question. Yeah. So we just did an event last week. So we do a, uh, we do a quarterly training. Um, so we'll have another one coming up in November. We call okay. it the money school essentials. And so we spend a whole day just kind of talking about, you know, stuff that we kind of talk about today, just a little bit more in depth. So m- moving money and kind of the basics of understanding money and taxes and, and things like that. And then the next two days we bring in a lot of different, um, experts and professionals. We have like a, a, one of the top note investors in the country. We have a couple of the top real estate investors in the country. We have, um, you know, people come in and talk uh, advanced banking strategies, uh, you know, saving on taxes and creating LLCs and asset protection. And so we do these classes. We usually, uh, we, we charge like a couple hundred bucks. It's very inexpensive for, for, for the ticket for this thing. And we run sales for them. So we'll have another one of those coming up in November. Definitely check that out. We do a mastermind three to four times a year. So actually, um, the private money club, uh, we are, uh, we've been a beta okay. version for the last two years. So we just, uh, right now we're in the process of developing it. So mm-hmm. the app that I was telling you about isn't out yet, but we will have the Apple app and the, um, the, the Play Store app coming out in October, as well as the entire new um, de- design of the website. So we're having a nationwide launch party in Sundance, Utah, uh, the middle of October. And this event is insane, man. I'm telling you, like the people we have coming to this thing, the, um, I don't even know what they're called, like yeah. the, the event yeah. planners or the tech people, like what they've set up for us. It's like, we're trying, like we're on stage to make this. So, so like Steve Jobs, when he launched the iPhone and like when, when like Elon came out and launched like the, uh, the truck, the cyber truck and like that kind of production that we're putting on, because we really do believe that private money club is going to change the way that people look at money and the way that people invest. And so we're doing a huge launch the middle of October. We have 60 people coming to it. I believe we have like five tickets left. So by the time this comes out, it'll probably be out, but um, we have that coming up in October and that's an unbelievable event. And uh, we, we do, we do six to seven live webinars mm. and podcasts every single week. So they're all live streams or zooms and they're all free. So if you like financial education, you want to learn more about banking, real estate, passive income. Um, for instance, right before I was on with you, I had a guy come on. Uh, his name's Jerry. He's been working with us for a couple of years. And he teaches something called resellers consultants where he provides an opportunity where you spend eight to 10 hours to set it up. And it's less than one hour a month. And you you generate 750 bucks a month coming in okay. completely passive. And I know that sounds crazy. It sounds like a scam. <laughs> and it sounds like so many problems. But we vetted this guy. We hired a bunch of attorneys and he's been working with our clients for two years now. And our students and clients love him. They, 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 they make the 750 a month and they're like, I can't believe this is legal, but it's, it's the way he does it. So we provide all kinds of opportunities like that. So I'll, um, you know, I'll make sure Dr. K, you have like yeah, links on where people yep. can register for these and get everything. Um, you can just go to chrisnoggle.com, my business partner, chrisnoggle.com. But I'll put all that in the notes for you, uh, Dr. K, and, and get it out there because we love, we give our best stuff away for free. We really do. And that's how we build relationships and create. That's great. So um, early congratulations on the launch of the app. I know that's uh, going to be coming up in October. 
in uh, Utah. But um, your, your seminars is going to actually happen in November. Do you know where they're going to be held or is that you're still working on that? We're still okay. working. It'll probably just be virtual. Um, we've, we've done pretty well with the virtual. We pivoted to virtual with COVID and, and actually figured it out pretty well. And it's become very valuable. So we, we did a hybrid one just two weeks ago in Buffalo. Um, we don't know yet. We don't know if we're going to do it live again and make it hybrid or just do virtual for the November one. Yeah. Make but sure we keep way, in touch. I want to, I want to definitely attend. Yep. Um, so I know you had a show before this. I know you've got a lot going on, so I don't want to hold you too long. I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for sharing, you know, your immense knowledge and uh, financial literacy with us. Um, I got something I like to do on every episode. So the name of the show is Success Leaves Clues uh, podcast. And I like to point out a couple of clues that I noticed in our conversation. And then I'm quite sure that the listeners probably picked up a whole lot more. Uh, <clears throat> So one thing I, I noticed is that you're not afraid to invest in yourself. You started out early in your career, you know, as, as a uh, financial planner, you know, with that. Um, and that you were never afraid to say, OK, look, I'm going to then change from that. I'm going to invest in myself with this real estate you know, journey and venturing off into that. Um, you talk about your network and the network, uh, like you said, determines your net worth. And that's incredible the way you build those relationships. You maintain that and you, you keep on that path of building those relationships. So I think that's important uh, to note as well. And then um, the other thing is probably the. Yeah, Dr. K on that. I mean, I've, I've even increased over the years too. I mean, we, we invest well over six figures a year just yeah. in masterminds and coaching ourselves. So we have very high level um, mentors. I mean, uh, two of our mentors mm. are, are billionaires. They've sold billion dollar companies. And so, so over the years, I've just always increased, but absolutely coaching, training, mentoring has been a huge part of my success. Yeah. I see a lot of value in it that. myself. Um, I'm not investing quite a hundred thousand a year, but it's, it's pretty close. I, I invest a lot in, uh, mentorships and education. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday and he invests $50,000 a year. He sets it aside, already knows my budget, for the year. And, um, you know, he's a multimillionaire. So it's not like I'm doing this cause I need to, I'm doing this cause I want to, I want to keep bettering myself and continuing to educate myself and things change all the time. And if nothing else, when you're in a mastermind or mentorship like that, you're around other people who also invested 20, 30,000 have the mindset to invest. And what kind of friends do you want to be around? You know, who, who do you want around you? Yeah. And so the last thing um, I, I think is just uh, your nature to give back. Like you said, you give a lot of your, your your most knowledgeable things, your secrets away for free. And I think that actually helps propel you, helps uh, increase your business. And it's another secret that I think everybody should follow. Hey, sorry, sorry, cutting out just a little bit there, Dr. K. But uh, yeah, I, I was saying your last thing time. is that you give back a lot. You give back your top secrets, the best of you. And uh, I think yeah. that that spirit you know, kind of helps propel your business. You know, you're not afraid and you don't have a scarcity mindset. You're like, look, I'm going to give away to the people, help grow others. And in turn, you know, look at your success. So it's, it's helping you. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent with that too, man. Love it. Well, again, appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back, uh, you know, soon. We'll talk about the app in October. Yeah. I love it. Dr. K. Thanks for having me on. Nice to, nice to uh, meet everybody uh, on this podcast. And if anybody wants to reach out, has any questions, uh, give me a shout. It's what I do all, all right. day. Thanks, dude. I love it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Be sure to follow Dr. K on Instagram at 
Dr. K. Washington or the podcast page at Success Leaves Clues Podcast. We'll see you here next time. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.